The following information is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of a rude awakening international nor this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter, a rude awakening international, nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result. Hippocrates said, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. Sure, there are essential oils, tinctures, and other natural remedies, but just like regular medicine, they rarely get to the root of your health issue. What you put in your mouth is the ultimate factor in determining how your body functions. That's why the practice of using food for health is called functional nutrition. And one of the foremost experts on functional nutrition, specifically as it relates to your brain, is Dr. David Jockers, and he's about to give you a health awakening. Welcome to The Health Awakening. I'm your host, Scott Laird. Today, we're going to talk about functional nutrition, how food affects your body right down to individual cells. God has provided countless natural foods, so it makes sense that specific foods can help your body with specific functions. But not all food is beneficial, of course. In fact, certain foods can be downright dangerous for your certain parts of your body, but most importantly, we're talking about your brain. Our guest today, Dr. Jockers, says most everyone is destroying their brain every day through food choices, even healthy food choices. He says that even people who are health enthusiasts are doing things every day that are highly destructive and may go through their entire life without ever knowing they're doing something wrong. Dr. David Jockers is the author, author of a book called Supercharge Your Brain. He is a natural health doctor, functional nutritionist, corrective care chiropractor, exercise physiologist, and a certified strength and conditioning specialist. And his website, drjockers.com, includes health topics on everything from autoimmunity, anti-aging, cancer, and detoxification to heart disease, hormone balance, weight loss, and more. Dr. Jockers, welcome to The Health Awakening. So great to be on with you, Scott. It's a privilege and an honor. You know, I, I want to base our conversation today on, on your book, How to Supercharge Your Brain. Well, what a great title. Yeah. Uh, it's a really tension-grabbing. <laughs> um, what are we talking about when, when uh, supercharging your brain? What, what does this title mean? Well, you know, I think for myself, I, I'm, I'm a performance junkie, meaning that I always want to get the most out of myself. Growing up, I was an athlete. I'm not an athlete anymore but I, I consider myself an occupational athlete, meaning in my occupation, I want to perform at my peak. And I think you are as well. Um, you know, our, you know, my wife is a stay-at-home mom, but she wants to perform at her best when she's with her kids and with, with her family. So we all are occupational athletes and we want to perform at a really, really high level. And so we need to be able to fuel our body properly and be able to train our body to have high level performance. And that's really what the book is about. 
All right, so occupational athlete. I love that. We have athletes in our home. Uh, both of my kids are gymnasts. Uh, yep. My daughter is going to college as a gymnast. So we're always very interested in what can you know reduce inflammation and that type of thing. We're going to get into that uh, in a few minutes here. But first of all, I want to ask you a question. What are the major stressors to the brain and how do these stressors damage the brain? Yeah, there's a few significant stressors that people are really doing every single day. One of them is blood sugar imbalances, meaning that when our blood sugar is not balanced, but instead it's kind of going up and down, when that happens, that really causes a lot of stress in the brain. The brain needs a continual source of fuel. And if it senses that that fuel source is scarce, then it's going to, in a sense, create the switch on the panic button. And uh, obviously, that's going to cause issues with our brain. It's going to cause more inflammation. It's also going to do something where it opens up what we call the blood-brain barrier, which is usually a protective mechanism to protect the brain. And when that opens up, that allows toxins and bacteria and all the types of things that are in our bloodstream to seep in. And the neurological tissue is very sensitive. So that's a major problem. There are other things like, for example, gluten. In fact, many of the listeners may have heard of gluten-free diets. We know that gluten, uh, obviously there's people with celiac disease that have significant digestive disorders. The number two complaint of a gluten sensitivity, somebody that's sensitive to gluten, is brain fog, ADHD, those sorts of neurological issues. So brain-based issues are the number two complaint behind digestive issues for gluten sensitivity. So that plays a big role with this process. And then we've got to look at environmental toxins. Like, for example, we know one of the fastest growing diseases out there for older individuals is Alzheimer's disease and different forms of dementia. And Alzheimer's and dementia, Alzheimer's is considered type 3 diabetes because remember the blood sugar imbalance. And then inside of Alzheimer's disease, inside of the brain, what they find is aluminum. So they find these neurofibrillary uh, uh, dam so basically damaged nerve cells and they find aluminum in there. So how does the aluminum get in the brain? Well, because the blood-brain barrier becomes real permeable, becomes real open, it stops protecting the brain because of the blood sugar issue. And now aluminum, which we're getting from aluminum cans, from, not, from unfiltered water, tap water, different areas like that, that's going to get into now the brain where it's going to set up shop in regions of our brain that help control memory and obviously have a, a dramatic effect on, on our brain and our memory. So those are just three of many different toxins that we can talk about. Wow. You know, with, with, with foods, I know that if, if I have gluten, now I don't have a gluten sensitivity as far as I can feel in my gut or anything like that, but yeah. I, I've been, been able to pay attention to this now. I know the connection between the, the gut and the brain, the, uh, the enteric nervous system. Yes. And uh, I know that my wife knows now too, that if I eat gluten, I will start worrying the next day about things I don't normally worry about. Mm -hmm almost to yeah. a panic. And she stops me and goes, did you have gluten yesterday? <laughs> and yeah. we think about it. And sure enough, if I've had gluten, we can, we can narrow it down and go, okay, mm -hmm. th this situation is not as serious as we think. My brain is simply not functioning the way I want it to because I had something right. in my diet that uh, created a short circuit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and gluten is one of the main things that will contribute to that. And really, we have two major parts of our brain. We have what we call our frontal cortex, which allows us to have higher level thoughts, and that's going to allow us to perform at a really high level. It also helps us give, uh, helps with social tact, helps us with tenacity, just the, the ability to, um, to stay focused on a topic. I and mean, when we think about kids with ADHD or people that just ne are, are never able to 
um, complete tasks that they've started. They end up procrastinating, things like that. Those are all syndromes associated with low frontal lobe activity. And then we've got basically our limbic system, which is more of our emotional brain. And when our brain is inflamed, we really live out of our emotional brain. And that's why you might have anxiety. You may experience it as anxiety over things that normally when you're thinking out of your frontal lobe, you're not that concerned about. And so there's a lot of people that are living in constant fear. They're living in this kind of limbic brain, this emotional brain, fear, they're angry, they're irritable, they're constantly juggling emotions, and they're never really accomplishing what they want to accomplish in their life. And partly it's because they're not fueling their brain properly with the right food and the right lifestyle. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about the, the problems of, of having a bad diet and what it can do to your brain. In the yeah. next segment, we're going to talk about the solutions. We are talking today with Dr. David Jockers on The Health Awakening, and we will be right back. Michael Rood's Message of Truth is broadcast all over the world. But none of it happens without the monthly financial support of our Ambassador Club members. And right now, membership has more benefits than ever. I'm giving into a ministry that is helping to feed other people that have the same hunger that I do. The Ambassador Club stands out to me because Michael brings it forth with such zeal and life and truth. Who in the world else are you going to give to to get the truth out? and to share it with the world. The Ambassador Club, we were given the opportunity on a monthly basis to know that we are giving our funds to a purpose that would make a difference, not only in our lives, but those around about us and in our world. We're an ambassador because we, we feel like we're helping the world in a small way. And we feel so blessed that we could be a part of that. Join now and Michael Rood will send you the Ambassador Club Welcome Kit, an exclusive messenger bag stocked with teaching DVDs, Red Sea Crossing cards to spread the word, and more. You'll also receive ambassador-only bonus gifts whenever you make a separate donation to receive the monthly love gift from Rood Awakening International. Best of all, you'll get ambassador-only sale prices in our online bookstore several times throughout the year. Plus, exclusive invitations to Ambassador Club functions at a Rude Awakening events. Join the Ambassador Club right now. All it takes is a modest commitment of $100 per month or an annual gift of $1,200. We'll send your welcome kit right away, and you can start enjoying your love gift bonus items immediately. Call now or visit the Rude Awakening website to join the Ambassador Club. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, Dr. David Jockers, about short-circuiting your brain by the foods you eat. Now, Dr. Jockers, we had talked about uh, several of the, uh, of the problems. Now we're going to talk about solutions. What are the best brain-building foods? Yeah, so we want foods that are going to provide steady blood sugar and really an alternative fuel source for the brain called basically it's fat or ketones. So some of the best things for helping balance the blood sugar are gonna be things like coconut oil or coconut products. So there's coconut milk, coconut butter, coconut flakes. Coconut is one of the best things for the brain. In fact, 
Um, coconut is actually an incredible fuel source for somebody dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. I know I've put a lot of clients on something like 10, sometimes 15 tablespoons of coconut oil a day wow. and seen remarkable turnaround in brain function, dementia, Alzheimer's. And um, it's just absolutely amazing because we're providing this alternative fuel source. We also want other good fats. Things like avocados are amazing. Avocados are loaded with potassium, magnesium that are, that's awesome for the body as well as good fats. Grass-fed butter. So that's going to be butter from a grass-fed cow. And butter from a grass-fed cow is loaded with omega-3 fatty acids, which reduce inflammation in the body. It's also rich in vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin D, and something called choline, which helps support a certain neurotransmitter in our brain called acetylcholine, which helps with memory formation. So grass-fed butter is one of the best things. My, my family, we love to do steamed vegetables. We'll do cauliflower, broccoli, things like that. And then we put a ton of grass-fed butter. We melt it on there and it tastes amazing. A lot of times we'll make a mashed potatoes alternative with cauliflower, which is lower in carbohydrates, rich in nutrients. We'll put a lot of grass-fed butter, a lot of herbs on there, which are amazing. And that's really another good one is herbs, oregano, basil, thyme, rosemary. These things, they smell good. They taste good. They're rich in antioxidant compounds that help protect against free radical damage and inflammation in the brain. So those are amazing. I tell my clients, you want, when you're preparing a meal, you want your whole house to smell great. Mm. You want that aromatic component. And really smelling in herbs, just, just the... The, uh, the sense stimulating that, that, that uh, sense of smell is incredible for the brain. That activates a lot of different key brain centers and, um, and, and really dramatically improves your body's ability to produce the right neurotransmitters. So we should be using that sense of smell on a regular basis, particularly with the food that we're consuming. So those are a few great ones. Um, Wild-caught fish and grass-fed animal products. So wild-caught fish, many of the listeners may have heard of fish oil and cod liver oil. These are some of the best supplements for the brain because they provide the right fats. And your brain is really mostly fat, cholesterol, and water, believe it or not. Mm, you fat, know, cholesterol, and water. I was going to bring that up, that, that our brains, that's just another uh, example of how uh, God makes these things obvious yeah. for us. Your brain is made of fat, so get the good fats and feed the brain. It, only, right. it only makes sense. Now, I, there's two questions I'm sure that are burning in several of our viewers' minds. And that is, uh, number one, what kind of importance do you put on uh, raw, the, all of these uh, foods where possible being raw? And secondly, what do you make of people who say uh, the coconut oil and the grass-fed butter, it's the saturated fat, it's not good? As far as raw goes, there are certain vegetables that your body's going to digest better raw, okay? So sometimes things like um, cucumbers and celery and things like that, they are great foods to have in a raw state. There are other foods that actually can put a lot of stress in your digestive tract if you try to consume them raw. That's like cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. These will take a lot of enzymes and stomach acid, a lot of digestive juice production in order to break down. So they're actually stressful on your body. So I recommend steaming them. Steaming is a great way to break down the outer cellulose, the outer fibers, make it easier on your digestive tract. And therefore, and still maintain the nutrients. If you try to boil it in water, you actually lose a lot of the nutrients out of the water. So I'm a big fan of steaming a lot of different vegetables. And so again, there's certain things you want to do raw, certain things you wouldn't. Um, and then as far as your second question goes, saturated fat actually has never been linked to heart disease 
And so we actually want the saturated fat. In fact, your brain okay, is mostly saturated fat and cholesterol. Those are the main fats that make up your brain tissue. Saturated fat's also critical for healthy hormone function, producing the right amount of testosterone, progesterone, and estrogen in the body. Saturated fat, believe it or not, is a preferred fuel source for your heart. So it's really, really critical for all those things. The fat we want to avoid for a healthy heart, healthy brain is trans fats, so hydrogenated oils, and high omega-6 fats. That's going to be things like corn oil, soybean oil, safflower oil, cottonseed oil. You'll see these things in a lot of processed foods, as well as a lot of condiments. So look out for those things. Corn oil, cottonseed oil, safflower oil, soybean oil. Definitely want to avoid those. We want to load up with things like coconut oil, avocados, olive oil, grass-fed butter, um, pasture-raised eggs or uh, pasture-raised free-range animal products. Those are all really good and they provide great fats for our brain and our body. Now, obviously, uh, with these things that we have, uh, with some of the omega-6 oils, these are things where we're better off to eat the food from which they come from uh, but not necessarily break them down because the oil essentially is a refined food and we want to do less of that. Okay. Yeah, we look at like, for example, corn oil. In order to produce one ounce of corn oil, you have to use a thousand bushels of corn. My goodness. So even Paul Bunyan could need a thousand bushels of corn in one sitting, right? So <laughs> none of us could actually do that. It's just genetically incongruent. But because corn and soy are government subsidized. I mean, the government pays farmers to produce these. They're able to make a lot of different products, high fructose corn syrup, corn oil. And basically the government is paying farmers to produce this. And the farmers are more or less giving it or giving it away practically to food manufacturers. So food manufacturers get it for little to nothing. So when we look at, if you go to a fast food restaurant and you see a soda or something like that, and they're selling it for 99 cents or a Happy Meal, you know, most of the raw materials that they actually got to produce that didn't cost them anything. And so it's, it's in a sense, just straight profit because they, they got it for little to nothing because these things are really grown by or paid for by the government, unfortunately. Mm. So reality is corn oil, high fructose corn syrup, these types of things are all over the place. We have to avoid it if we want a healthy brain and a body. And ultimately, when we start to choose different, different items and, and healthy food items, Ultimately, marketers and the government will finally listen, but it just may take time. We need more and more people to invest wisely into foods that are going to nourish their brain and their body first. We're talking with Dr. David Jockers about how to feed your brain, what to feed it, what not to feed it. We will be right back with more from A Health Awakening. The lives of Israeli victims hang critically in the balance following events of terror, violence, and war. But there's another painful problem. Men, women, and children living in poverty. And you can be there for them. Visit us online at thelydiaproject.com. You'll find personal stories from the people who need you and the information you need to make a difference in their lives. When you give to The Lydia Project, you enable us to send help. Emotional and spiritual encouragement are especially needed during these critical days of recovery. Your support enables our ground team in the land of Israel to function as Yehovah intended. 
providing for the wounded soldiers, widows, orphans, and the poor. Help Israel give to the Lydia Project. Welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest today, Dr. David Jockers, about what to feed your brain, what not to feed your brain. And now we're going to get into some brain rejuvenation strategies. Dr. Jockers, uh, what are some brain rejuvenation strategies? What are the main points of what we're talking about here? Yeah, there's a couple of big things that we could be doing that really cost us nothing. I mean, there's a lot of things you can invest money in that will help support and rejuvenate your brain. But here are three big ones that anybody that's listening can do that cost you little or nothing. One is you go outside in the sun on a regular basis, healthy sun exposure. And so sun exposure is so powerful for your brain. There's biophotons, so basically biologically active photons that come down from the sun and our bodies, our, our bodies respond to that. We're like an antenna to those photons. And what does it do for our brain? Well, it helps to activate our frontal lobe to help us to think sharper. It also activates the production of certain neurotransmitters like serotonin, which helps calm our body, helps us relax and feel good. Um, it also is very important for healthy, for good sleep. Um, so getting sun exposure, particularly in the middle of the day, will help you sleep better at night. In fact, um, one of my mentors told me, in fact, he used to always teach his clients, if you wanna have a lot of energy in the morning, go out and watch the sunrise. And if you wanna sleep well at night, go out and watch the sunset, right? So kind of this natural rhythm. And so getting sun exposure on a regular basis, so important. Number two is actually moving your body. So getting out and doing regular movement, in particular, new movements and novel movements. And so one of the things I teach is something called neurobics, where we're doing new things. In fact, like, for example, I've got 13-month-old boys and they, uh, they're crawling and, and some other kids around their age started walking earlier. And my wife was like, well, why aren't our boys walking yet? And I said, you know what? Actually, we want them to be crawling because the cross-crawl activity is so powerful for the brain. It links two hemispheres of the brain. So as an adult, you can do cross-crawl as well, where you can take your right hand, slap your left knee, left hand to your right knee. So doing cross-crawl and full-body types of movements is extremely powerful for the brain. So that's one form of neurobic exercise that's powerful. Another big thing that you can do is uh, what we call super brain yoga. And I know when I say the word yoga, a lot of people think well, it's some sort of uh, spiritual thing, but it's really not. I didn't get a chance to name it. Somebody else named it. But it's actually a certain form of exercise that you do with breathing um, that has actually been clinically studied. And they used it on kids that were struggling with ADHD. And they found when the kids did it a minimum of twice a week, particularly at times where they did it um, right around er periods of time when they had more anxiety or irritability or um, restlessness, that the kids actually showed significant improvements in their overall behavior, including a 21% improvement in their academic performance. And so I know you had another question as well, right? Yes, yes. Also, we want to talk about uh, supplementation. I know there's lots of different yes. things, like you said, you can do. I uh, get out in the sun. I, one thing I remembered was uh, the sunlight also creates nit nitric oxide, which lowers your blood yes. pressure, makes you feel happy. Uh, all exactly. very good things. That's right. Now the top, uh, sorry, the supplements for boosting brain function. Apparently you have some that boost brain function. What are we talking about here? Yeah, so there's certain supplements that really help improve overall brain function. So one is magnesium. Magnesium is extremely key. If you're low in magnesium, you're gonna be much more susceptible to developing things like headaches, anxiety, dizziness, uh, just trouble, trouble sleeping at night, irritability. 
So magnesium is one of those things. In fact, it's kind of magnesium to the body is kind of like oil to the car. We're constantly using it. You need magnesium for over 300 different processes in the body. And when we're under stress, we use more magnesium. So magnesium is a great supplement. You can definitely get magnesium in foods. Um, raw chocolate or cacao is a great source. Green leafy vegetables are great sources. Um, Grass-fed butter is actually a good source of magnesium. But I found that people, especially people that are trying to really perform at a high level, do great with a magnesium. I have one called Brain Calm Magnesium, which is actually patented to cross the blood brain barrier. It's the best form to cross the blood brain barrier. So that works great. But uh, yeah, definitely supplementing with magnesium is helpful. Fish oil is another one. So omega-3 fatty acids, particularly the long chain ones, not the ones we find in flaxseed, okay, or walnuts. Those are good. They're not as good for the brain though as the ones we find in wild-caught fish. So I'm a fan of things like cod liver oil or um, just a concentrated omega-3 fish oil that's molecularly distilled and purified to make sure that there's no environmental toxins that are in there. That's very important. You don't want to just go out to Sam's Club or you know, a big box store and buy a fish oil. You want one that's third-party tested to be fully pure so you're not taking in mercury and different environmental toxins that could be in the fish. And a third big supplement will be really working on the gut. So probiotics can be key with that. And when our microflora, the bacteria in our digestive system is in a healthy balance, it sends healthy signals to the rest of the body. And so that helps us, again, be able to function out of our frontal lobe and not out of our limbic system. When we have a candida or yeast overgrowth or uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or, or a large amount of parasites in our system, that's going to trigger more stress in our body and it's going to signal that limbic system and we're going to be in that fight or flight mode and um, really subject to poor to poor quality of life. When, okay. when that's well, excellent. We're talking about a brain-boosting strategies with Dr. David Jockers. We're going to wrap it up next. Stay tuned for more from The Health Awakening. Michael Rood's Love Gift Teaching Series, The Ministry of the Messiah, is among his most popular series ever. And now there's a way to ensure you get every new episode every month. Introducing Recurring Love Gift Donations. When you set up a recurring love gift donation of just $100 per month, you'll receive every love gift every month automatically. You'll get Michael's latest teaching in the Ministry of the Messiah series and each month's bonus gift. Plus, as an exclusive extra, you can get any teaching you've missed in the entire series from the first episode to the current episode. This special offer is only for those who set up recurring love gift donations. Call now or visit the Love Gift webpage to set up your recurring love gift donation. Every teaching, every gift, every month, plus access to any teaching you've missed along the way. Do it now and never miss out again. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, Dr. David Jockers, about brain-boosting brain uh, uh, strategies that we can do. And uh, Dr. David, uh, we want to uh, give an opportunity for you to tell people about your website where you can get more information. Uh, tell us all about it. Yeah, absolutely. My website is drjockers.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. And uh, we've got tons of articles and recipes on this sort of a topic 
In fact, one of the biggest questions I get is a lot of people think that they can't, that the food that they're going to eat really isn't going to taste good. And that couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, um, if you go to my website, one of the uh, free gifts we give you is a 10 fat burning dessert recipe guide. So you get 10 of my favorite dessert recipes that are all low in carbohydrates, high in really good fats, taste absolutely amazing, and you can make them in minutes. So you'll see that. Go ahead and sign up for that. and You'll get on my online newsletter when you do. And of course, we're going to always provide the highest quality, most research-based content when it comes to natural health and giving you the best advanced health strategies to get well and stay well for the rest of your lives. Great. Thank you for joining us today. Our guest has been Dr. David Jockers. You can catch the replay of this episode and see our complete show schedule out of vtv.com. We'll see you again for another Health Awakening.